super hungry. Super hungry, super sleep deprived, but we can get this done. Um, welcome back. Cue Hello. theme song. Do, 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 do. <laughs> this is Van Gogh University. <laughs> okay, so last episode we went into one direction, got into the nitty the nitty gritty. Today, um, it's all about five sauce. The beginning of five sauce. So 2011 to 2013. Um, basically, five sauce had a completely different like start than One Direction. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say they had a complete mess, and I was like, oh. Hey. <laughs> <Go> stream. <laughs> stream. Okay, so 2011, which <laughs> go stream 20. <laughs> also a banger. The way they have a song for like every like. For everything that happens. <laughs> that they've had. Mediocre conversation. Oh, by the way. <laughs> Go stream. <laughs> oh my god, she looks so perfect today. Go stream. Go stream. <laughs> Wait, don't stop. Oh, go stream. Don't <laughs> Like, this test was way easier than the last one. <laughs> Go stream easier. <laughs> oh, the desert looks so red this morning. <laughs> <laughs> We're just proving my point. Like, literally no, literally anything. every single song that they have is like... You can put it in a conversation. Yeah. Oh, oh shoot. Okay, anyways. So, 2011. Luke Hemmings is starting to or he i don't know if he's starting to or not but he's posting covers on youtube of little like, songs I don't, <laughs> I don't know if he like this was when he started doing it or if he was like doing it before but like he started posting covers on youtube and he would like if you're a little five sauce fan you know he has those little pink speakers those pink computer speakers in the back of all of his videos <laughs> i don't know why that's like significant but i guess it is um so yeah so luke is like solo posting like covers on youtube and um, Mr. Michael Clifford, who goes to school with Luke, they weren't friends. Like, he was, like... They just, like, went they, to school They just went to go school together. And Michael was, like, oh, my God, like, Luke has a lot of followers on YouTube. Like, I want in on this money grab. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michael approached Luke and was, like, A.O., like, we should post covers together. Like, that'd be dope. Like, that'd be sick. Like, that'd be super sick. So, they... Him and Michael started posting covers together. Um, and then Michael was friends with Callum. So then he was like, yo, <laughs> this is how it went down in my head. <laughs> Let me tell you how it went. This is your reenactment. Of, like, this is your reenactment. So like Michael's like over here and he's like, oh my gosh, yes. Like me and Luke are like friends now. So then and he's got all these followers. He's yeah. like, Callum, like, listen, like we're doing covers together. Like you can play the guitar. Like, like it's, we're, we're in this to, we're in it to win it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so they all became friends, like all three of them started posting videos on YouTube and the first cover that was with all three of them was Miss You by Blink-182. That's a good song. I know. So, um, and then 
basically they're like, we should like start a band. Like we should just keep going with this like YouTube thing. Like we're like a little band now. Like we need a name, like all this stuff. And they've said this like on their podcast. They were like, this guy at school was like, um, who's going to play bass? Like all you are sitting here playing guitar. Like that's not how a band works. <laughs> so literally, um, they said like, well, Callum was like the worst at guitar, and Callum was the one that was like, what is the bass? <laughs> I don't even know. He's like, huh? But like, I mean, flash forward, Callum like shreds it on the bass, but that's beside the point. Um, so this is still 2011. They're like trying to see if they can like book gigs places. Like they're like we they like actually want to be taking seriously because they're covering like stuff on YouTube and stuff, but they're like, we want to go like be like a real band, like play in front of people, but they don't have a drummer. <sighs> like you need like, you gotta have a drummer. no, you have to have a drummer. So they, Michael, <laughs> Michael messaged Ashton on Facebook. That's just sign of the, sign of the times. <laughs> Co-stream sign of the times. <laughs> sign of the times. <laughs> sign of the times. I'm sorry. No, the that's song a, I should have won a Grammy. <laughs> this is a true sign of the times if he's messaging him on Facebook. Stop saying it. <laughs> so he messaged him on Facebook and he was like, "Yo, like, I've seen you're a drummer because like Ashton was like posting stuff on YouTube too, I guess, mm-hmm. and he was like in a couple other like bands. So like, he was like known as like a drummer. So like, they were like, we need to get this guy in our band. So." Um, he messaged him on Facebook and was like, listen, we're going to play this gig. There's going to be like 200 people there. Like, it's going to be insane. Like, this is going to be the opportunity of your lifetime. Like, uh-huh. you need to like come play with us. And Ashton was like, okay, yeah. Like, like I have nothing better to do. So like, yeah, like I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> so they, um, played their first gig on December 3rd at the Annandale Hotel, um, which they like talked about in their old me music video and um there was like 12 people there (laughs) (laughs) so it's just like like a kickback (laughs) no literally and like (laughs) they're like they hyped this up so much because well like on facebook they had made like this is so funny they made like a facebook like event like you know he can make an event on facebook and people can say like oh like i'm interested in coming Uh like literally like 500 plus people were like i'm interested in coming and like 12 people they take that as like oh going. yeah like, like everybody's coming this is our big break. like the entire population of like sydney australia is coming to this <laughs> concert and like we're gonna make it big so like 12 people showed up to this concert but that was like the day that they like officially asked ashton to like be in the band because they had been like rehearsing with him and everything mm-hmm. and they were being they were being such assholes <laughs> they were like i don't know man like i don't know if we can like actually like we'll talk about it later like (laughs) well and callum was never at rehearsal because he was at soccer practice (laughs) so they're like well callum hasn't met him yet so like we can't make any decisions (laughs) (laughs) and ashton's like who is this like callum like (laughs) he's so important he's never here here, but yeah he's like the major decision maker of the band i guess (laughs) So, um, yeah, at this, like, after this show, like, I guess Callum was the one that asked Ashton, like, he was like, do you want to be, like, in five seconds of summer? <laughs> he was like, yes. Please. Which was good for them because um, none of them could drive except for Ashton. 
<laughs> so that was the other thing. They had Ashton driving. They killed two birds with one stone. They literally were like, they, listen, they are a strategic band. They were like, they were like in music class in school, and they said that they like stole like. Because when they were figuring out who was going to play bass, like, they stole a bass from school, and Callum said that he, like, still has it. I'm dead. <laughs> Bro, I just started to think of, like, taking the calculators from school, and they'd be acting like yeah. they'd like, hate you in front of everybody if you took No, literally. Like, these calculators, like, my math teachers would, like, spray paint them, so a they're T-83. like, I know that's mine. <laughs> oh, my God. They were expensive, though. They are expensive. Oh, my God. But, yeah. So, takes um... Takes a whole base. <laughs> takes a whole base from the school. I was like... Yeah, just stealing stuff from the school. But yeah, so they became like a band on the 3rd of December, and then December, um, they posted their first cover, like near the end of December, of all four of them as a band, with an, under the name Five Seconds of Summer, because they were still under like Luke's whatever. Luke Hemings. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, this is like, they're sitting by the Christmas tree, and Michael's all like, Merry Christmas! Like, and Ashton's like sitting on that box. I don't know what it's called, but he's like still walking around, like drumming on this box. It's like called something, but I don't know what it's called. But yeah, so um, they posted their first cover, all four of them, and it was Teenage Dirtbag. Iconic. Yeah, like. Iconic. Oh iconic song. Iconic song. So full circle. No, literally full circle moment. So yeah, that's what we had. Okay, so then that was the end of 2011. So that was like just them kind of like you know forming, and they don't really have like fans yet because like you know they like 12 people showed up to they their got concert. Facebook fans. <laughs> <laughs> They're fake Facebook fans that didn't show up. To, I would go to the little concert yeah, if I, I thought. If I was, okay, if yeah. I was, like, watching these people on YouTube and they were, like, attractive Australian boys and they were, like, come to this little bar and watch us like, sing, okay. I'd be, like, fine. <laughs> I guess. What else so, am I going to do? Sit on my phone in my room? No, literally. So, 2011 is over and now we're starting in 2012. So, they made a Twitter for their band because Twitter you need a Twitter. The Twitter's the place that's popping. Like, everybody's getting famous place. on Twitter. So, they made... Of Twitter for the band, they got a manager for their band, mm-hmm. um, so they're like really starting to like take this seriously. Like they like want to like do something with this, and they started doing live streams like online oh, on Ustream, like multiple times a week. So they're like doing this multiple times a week so that they can like be seen by more people and get more fans. Mm-hmm. So and they're like gaining traction with people. So um, they are gaining a bunch of traction, and they decide that they're going to... They are playing more gigs and stuff like that, but they played their first, like, big, like, show show with, like, multiple bands and stuff like that that were there. I don't know where it was, but it was on May 26th, and it's, like, their first, like, show. They had, like, merch with the the Tally Mark logo on it, Uh which they ended up, like, getting, like, copyright for. (laughs) Which, like, but what? But that's, like, iconic. Can you imagine, like, having, like, a shirt from that show? No, really. No, because that's, like, the... Like, I think Five Seconds of Summer and, like, their logo. That's what like, I think about. You know, you have, like, the 1D logo. Yeah. Know? And then, like, Five Seconds of Summer, like, I think of, like, the five tally marks. Well, like, yeah. You know? And, like, Ashton and Luke have it tattooed on their wrists. Yeah, so it's, like... And they released that, like, 10-year anniversary merch, and it was, like, a blank white t-shirt, and it said Five Sauce on it, and it came with a marker so you could draw on the tallies, because they can't sell it. I love that. Shirt. Wait, that is so funny. I know. Wait, that's really good. <laughs> that's 
really good. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. They like provided you with the markers. Yeah. They were like, do your like make your own like, like five sauce merch. Don't do it, but like here's a marker. No, yeah, they're like we're not encouraging it, but we're giving you a marker with and, your like, shirt. And what you do with that marker like... is like your business. That's like a genius, though. Like, don't draw five tally marks on the shirt. Don't like we're I we're not saying that. Like we're just giving you a marker just in case you want to decorate right. it. So yeah, um, so they play their like first like show show and then they start you know getting into like making their own music because at this they're still playing covers, mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're still going to these shows and playing like four songs and they're like yeah. covers. So in May 2012, they came out with "Gotta Get Out Acoustic," which was their first original song, which. Oh, iconic. Like, this, Ashton always says, like, this is my mom's, like, favorite song to this day, which I'm like, okay, girl. She's <laughs> they have, the like, four. <laughs> she is a day one. <laughs> she is a day one. Um, and then this, which I didn't know, because I was listening, re-listening to their podcast to see, like, if I missed anything in, like, my, like, points and stuff. And they opened for um, Hot Shell Ray. <gasps> the Tonight, tonight. Like, they opened for them. Yeah. (laughs) They opened for them, and that was, like, they were, like, freaking out, because, like, that was, like, those people... They were big. They were on the charts, like, in the U.S., and that was, like, the first band on the charts in the U.S. that they, like, knew of, and they were, like, oh, my God. That's crazy. Because at this point, they're still, like, Australia, Australia. Like, we live in Australia, and that's all we know. Yeah. That's crazy. Did they... Was it in Australia that they did that, or was it... I don't know. I think so. That's I just know that they opened crazy. for them. I'm pretty... No, yeah, it was in Australia. They opened for them probably when they were, like, like there. Tour. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. And then in June, they released their EP, Unplugged, with Capitol Records. So the songs were Gotta Get Out, um, I Miss You, Too Late, and Jay-Z Ray. It was four songs. Four songs. They're, like, still playing, playing, like... <laughs> I mean, they're getting somewhere. They're getting somewhere. They have, like, an EP, like... With Capitol Records and with no promotion, it reached number three on the Australian iTunes charts. Dang. Like number three, and they didn't like they don't like. I mean, they have a Twitter, they have a YouTube. Yeah, but like no, like actual but promotion. Like they're just playing these like gigs and stuff to try to get their name out there, and it reached number three in their country. I love that. Um, so, you know, they're chilling, they're vibing, they're doing their thing, and we're gonna jump forward to November, November sixth, twenty twelve. A day. Election day. <laughs> yes, election day. Go out and vote. Your vote matters. <laughs> Make your voice heard. <laughs> so November 6, 2012 is the day that literally changed. This is the day that this was the snowball. This was the snowball because Louis Tomlinson of One Direction tweeted, quote, been a fan of this band for a while. Everyone get behind them with a link to the Gotta Get Out Video. Do you think Louie was one of the people on the Facebook group saying that he was interested in going? <laughs> but he, like, couldn't get, but, like, like, transportation to, like, Australia. I'm screaming, probably. He was probably like, yeah, I'm interested. I wonder if we can, like, because you can look and see, like, And see, like, who, who, was, who said it. Oh, my God, that's Let's insane. Let's do some deep digging. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so he tweeted about it, about them, and, like, at the time, like, they didn't know about, like, how big One Direction was. Like, they had heard of them, but the mm-hmm. only thing they had heard of them was when they came to Sydney on tour and they were like oh my gosh it was like it was like mayhem yeah and they were like dang these directioners yeah losing their yeah so like louis tomlinson of one direction tweets about this and one direction got big on twitter so like you know snowball effect so everybody's like oh 
Louis likes, Louis this likes band. them. What's um, this band about? Yeah. Okay, let me go like look them up. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then November 19th, they released Out of My Limit, which was their first single. Um, they had a music video for it. It's the one at the amusement park. They're like on a roller coaster and they're like singing. Oh, yeah. And then when they released that, Niall tweeted about it. Niall. Niall. We love Niall. I love no, so we've got you've got Louis Tomlinson, you've got Niall Horan like tweeting about your songs. Now I'm like, oh, who's five songs? Who's exactly. Five seconds of summer. They like five seconds of summer, so I like. Five I must like five summer. seconds of summer too. Like, and then they released in December their somewhere new EP with Capitol Records again, and again four songs. <laughs> We're up to eight. We're up to eight songs now <laughs> in our discography. Um, unpredictable. Out of My Limit, Beside You, and Gotta Get Out. All certified bops, if I do say so myself. Certified bops. <laughs> certified by me. Certified by me. Fangirl University stamp of approval. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to send out an email from the dean's office. Yeah. Office. Move it up to the president. Office of the president. <laughs> Update. <laughs> this just in. Fangirl University has certified... Five seconds of summer is... Their first eight songs they ever released are... Certified bops. <laughs> yep. With a period at the end of that. <laughs> so, um, in December, they're getting they're starting to get a lot of attention, especially from One Direction and One Direction's management, because you've got... Not One Direction's management. I know. You've got two-fifths two fifths of One Direction who are like these are like these people are amazing so one direction's looking for an opener for their next tour and um take me home tour they get an announcement or they get a offer from like one direction's team like do you want to open for one direction on tour Mm -hmm. and they're again like oh like one direction like yeah I mean, I guess like they, they talk about how they initially had the mindset of like, we don't want to be attached to like a boy band because that's all they knew One Direction as was like a boy band. Cause well, I mean, yeah, that's, they, they give out, band. they're literally a boy band. Like, yeah. so they're like, we don't want to be attached to One Direction as like a boy band because we're trying to play all these gigs as like a band. Like we're like, we play instruments and like, we're trying to get into like this, like yeah. punk rock, like, like scene. we don't like, not that One Direction, but like, we don't stand here sitting, st- like we don't stand here singing to our mics and do like dance routines which like they didn't do but like still like one direction was i mean they are a boy band they were and they are a boy band you know yeah no and um yeah so they were like they talk about how they were pretty unsure for like a minute like they were like do we want to be associated with like one direction but i mean at the end of the day like they want to make a name for themselves like anybody else like the same thing with one direction like well again yeah getting presented an opportunity you're not gonna you're just not gonna pass it up no no, thanks. So they talked about this story on their podcast, which I thought was very funny, and I laughed really hard at it. That um, So One Direction's manager was coming to meet them. And, like, um, they was coming to Australia to, like, meet them and, like, sit down with them and talk to them and everything. And so they, t- <laughs> they tweeted, and they said, they tweeted to, like, you know, their, like, 100 fans. And they, <laughs> they tweeted and said, Hey, like we're at the studio today. This is the address. Like, come hang out outside, so that this and so that this One Direction manager thinks that like there's like buzz around them. So they know that people love us. 
happened? And then, and then like, the, the manager shows up and he gets upstairs and they're like, oh, like, did you have trouble getting in? Like, I know it's like, <laughs> it's like crazy down there. There was like 15 people there, but still like. <laughs> about, did you get mobbed on your way in here? Because like we wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> so. <laughs> but they, um, so yeah, I thought that was really funny. But, um, so then in, um, so yeah, December 2012, like after all this happened, um, they moved to London because they accepted to go on tour with One Direction. Mm-hmm. So they moved to London because they have to, like, that's where Modest is. That's where they ultimately signed with Modest. And like, um, they only have eight songs. Yeah. So they have to start writing songs for this tour because mm-hmm. they're like about to like literally go on tour with one of the biggest boy bands on the planet and they don't have any songs. Yeah. So they moved to London for a year and they're with Modest and they're writing songs. Um, so then February of 2013, they announced that they're joining One Direction on their Take Me Home tour. And this was like, they're doing, a, they're doing a live stream again. And like Niall popped up on the screen. He was like wearing a mask. And they're like, oh my God, who is this special guest? And oh it was like God. Niall. And he was like screaming. Niall. <laughs> Niall is like the fifth member of, he's the fifth second of summer. No, I, literally I was thinking about that. Like, I'm like, why is it five? they talk about this all the time they're like we literally get this question like they're like especially if it's like somebody that's like never interviewed us before they're like so why is it called five seconds summer like there's where's the fifth second of summer like like they just (laughs) yeah but like to be like oh four seconds of summer it just doesn't make sense it doesn't like there's it's not smooth enough no five seconds of summer makes sense and like five sauce can you imagine like four sauce oh that's so bad five sauce so, yeah, they announced they're going on tour with One Direction. They played first shows in the UK, the US, Australia, New Zealand. And then um, after Take Me Home was over, they returned to Australia and played a headlining tour in Australia. Oh, my gosh. And it sold out within minutes, yeah. Dang. But it was just, like, in Australia. Like, it wasn't... But still. But still, like, it was, like, a nas- like a national tour. Yeah. And it sold out within, like, minutes. And crazy. But they went on tour with One Direction, so... I mean, they're... That's, they're bottoming, on this snowball. Baby. It's rolling down the mountain, like, really fast at this point. Um, so, but they talked about um, touring with One Direction. Um, they got to see, like, a lot of, like... They talk about how they, like, learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Because One Direction was playing, like, 11, 11 days in a row, two, yeah. two shows a day in like full arenas yeah, and putting on these whole shows and they're over here with like well, 12 songs. Well, 2013 or 2012? 2013. Yeah, so One Direction, I mean, they've been in the game. Like, yeah, they've they, been in the game for a minute. And yeah. so they're like watching them like play these shows and like these full on like 20 plus song sets and they're over here like doing like an opening act every night of like 12 songs and then they're done. And like nobody knows who they are. Like they talked about, they like go out into the arena and like get food from the arena, and nobody would know. Like everybody yeah. is like buying merch and stuff, and nobody sees them. Yeah. So they like learned a lot from that, and then they like went on tour in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um. So then November in 2013, um, they announced that they signed with Capitol Records, and then um, time jump a little bit, which is getting into like the next Five Sauce episode, but in February of 2014. They announced she looks so perfect. Uh, uh, oh, I love that song. <laughs> so yeah, they're like literally. I mean, you know what's coming. Like, 
Yeah. If once they announced she looks so perfect, like once that song came out, like it's over. I seriously love that song so much. It's so good. Like it really is so good. Well, and even at the time too, like, and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't in like the whole like stand situation with like I didn't know like everything behind the scenes with One Direction and everything, so I didn't know about like everybody's like, oh, this band went on tour with them and blah blah. blah. Like I didn't know that. Yeah. She looks so perfect. Comes out and I'm listening every time it's on the radio. I'm like, turn this up. Yeah. Song turn of- it up. <laughs> I've been waiting for but this one. one. <laughs> My mom, she used to like test us. She used to be like, why is she wearing his underwear? I don't know. We literally in the car and be like, I don't know. I didn't write the song. Literally, I didn't write the song. I don't know. I'm sitting here like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> I do know, but I'm not going to say it. Meanwhile, she's like, oh yeah, I was just testing you. Mom, I was literally like, what, 13 years old? No, but like 12 note, years old. Like, growing up and like, you know, we couldn't drive yet. We were still, like... No, so we're... Our, every so our parents are driving us, but it's, like... They're listening, listening to, to the radio. Yeah. And, like, having to, like, wait for us. Like, you're just, like, oh, begging. God. You're, like, please, like, radio gods. Like, please, please have, this like... Song. I do that to this day. Like, play next. Like, because you don't have control over, like, what's played. No. I remember calling in to, like, radio stations and being, like, can I request a song? Yeah. Do you remember doing that? Yeah. I would always be, like, on 98 point... Yeah, 98.7 and, like, 955, like, requesting these songs. And then I'd be sitting by the radio for, like, an hour. Waiting. Like, why haven't they played this song? Why haven't they played this song No, yet? for I'd real. so mad. And it was, like, because, like, you didn't have control over, like, what songs played. So, like, when the song, like, bro, when those songs, like, came on, like, when What Makes You Beautiful came on the radio or when She Looks So Perfect came on the radio, you were like, oh, my God, like, this is yeah. the only time I get to listen to turn the song in the car. And But, yeah, so that's the beginning of Five Sauce. We're, you know... She looks so perfect, it's about to come out, so we're hitting the ground running in our next episode, like, sprinting. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just shot the gun. <laughs> Bang. Mark, get set, boom! <clears throat> that always scared me in track. See, I don't think we had that. Oh, we had that. I don't remember. I really don't remember a lot of track, a, a lot of, of, like, when I ran track, it was very traumatizing for me. Um, having to run... 100 meters as fast as I possibly could as a fat kid was like no oh <laughs> it was the worst well and like everybody's watching you yeah and you look like a fat kid running <laughs> because you are a fat kid running you look like a fat kid like sprinting like a fat kid in a full on sprint is like so embarrassing <laughs> You can just feel your, like, you can just feel it. Like, bouncing up and down. In oh your my God. face. And you're, like, in middle school, too, so you're, like, getting, like, boobs, and you don't have, like, the proper, like, sports bra. No. So, like, it just, it just was a mess. Oh, my God. And the, the way I did it for a sweatshirt with my last name on it. That's the only reason I did it. Look how we all had the same intentions. Too bad we can't, like, run a 100-meter sprint with hurdles for, like, Harry Styles merch. <laughs> No, for it. real. Throw a shot put for Harry Styles merch. No, oh, give me the give me the ball. <laughs> the, the, the pole vault or whatever it's called. Is I still got to make my TikTok today. I say no horn to play golf with me. I'm going to do that every single day. I believe you. And I'm going to be right there in the comments saying I can drive the cart. As long as I can drive the cart and drink, I'm there. Yeah. I'm really good at it. This is like my really good at it. I'm really good at it. Yeah. yeah. You'd be like our caddy. Bro, I mean, I'd be like, now let's take a shot. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I then I, no, you have pretend. to get him drunk so that I can win. I will pre- yeah. Oh, I'm really good at that. <laughs> I will like literally be like, oh my god, like I love Guinness. Just like, like put it in my mouth and spit it out real quick when he's not looking. <laughs> I was like literally thinking about that. I was like, if I ever went golfing with now, like I would literally fake be drinking beer and like be gagging the whole time because like, I hate beer. So I'd, he'd be like, oh my god, you want a beer? And I'd be like, no, I want a white claw, but that's embarrassing. So. <laughs> 
I want a happy hour, but that's embarrassing. So I'm going to drink this beer and I'm really going to throw up everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, that's it for this one. Cue the outro. Boop, 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 boop. It's <laughs> Fangirl University. Hey everyone, it's Kaylee in editing. Go ahead and go follow us on TikTok. Go follow us on Twitter. We have a pinned tweet on our Twitter to our curious cat where you can ask us questions and leave comments and request topics for future episodes. And yeah, we are also still looking for an outro and an intro. So if you know anybody that can help us out, we literally for the life of us don't know what to do. And we're both like super busy. So if you know anybody or if you are good at music, let us know because we would really appreciate it. So yeah.